Hey, whatever it takes to give you this mountain right, of confidence, right. sir. Very attractive, Rob. Very attractive <laughs> yeah, quality. You. Yeah, keep thank it up. Okay. <laughs> now I'm self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> we, we went too far. We worked yeah, the yeah, opposite way. Oh, so That's exactly All what right. I'm trying not to do. I'm going to isolate myself for a week. High Mystery. You hear a strange call in the distance. What kind of cryptid could that possibly be? Unknown. It Can must be time for another episode of High Mystery! Mystery, 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 mystery. It's the podcast where we smoke weed and we talk about the mysteries of our universe. Things that humans enjoy doing. You know us, you love us. There's one or two of you watching us on Twitch. <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Ariana. And I'm Robert. That's right. We've got our uh, returning guests in the studio with us today. The voice of high mystery. It's true. Yes. And uh, what's the word? Uh, interpreter to the fairies. Yes. <laughs> this is true. And all of the mystical energies in the world. Uh, we are super glad to have Ariana with us again. Thank you for having me oh, again. And she also feng shui this room. Oh, I yeah, did. I feng shui the room we are sitting in. Yeah. It's looking lovely. It's awesome. Well, I'm I mean, very that's happy a, with the enough. progress. Thank you. <laughs> very you. happy with the progress. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel more feng shui? Uh, yeah, feel? I feel centered. I feel nice. grounded. This is earth tones, because this is the it earth is. This portion. is the earth area of the house. I feel rooted. Nice. 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 That's good. You got you some thick roots. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. You looking at those roots? <laughs> hey, eyes up here. <laughs> Everybody's just after me for my yeah. roots. Oh. Speaking of roots, I did have this really great idea for uh, a new clothing line for men. Yeah. So you know how there's those shirts for women that like it still has the collar and it's like a normal shirt, but then there's like the cutout that's just for the cleavage. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Like a heart. Yeah. Uh -huh. Or like a triangle or whatever it is. So this is for men for the man cleavage, which is basically just like the upper shaft. <laughs> the you know, upper like it'll, shaft. It'll be like dick. boxers underwear, but then just the the the, the, the roots of the. The, the root of the shaft. Just a little peekaboo when yeah. you're on the just, underwear? Just the well, tippy top. I hate to break it to you, but I, I you know, I'm pretty well versed in sexy underwear. And those, <laughs> those exist. Oh, do they? they do. For men? Yeah. Where you can just see the top shaft? Yeah, just God little peekaboo undies. I knew the idea was too good you're to too be late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why you gave your million dollar idea over Twitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Touche. Well, <laughs> that only confirms that you've got good ideas. That's, exactly. That's Thank the only way to look at that. That's how I look at it, Colin. And this, this is one of them. <laughs> this is the podcast where we smoke weed, and today is no different. Uh, I have a King Palm, and inside of it is a Blue Dream and Green Crack. So it's a uppity blunt. Nice. Wow. And so. I see your King Palm, and I match it <laughs> with a, a Twisted Hemp wrap. Twisted Hemp? Uh, Oh, and uh, you did get a little sponsorship the last time you opened up Twisted Hemp. <laughs> yes. This is true. Thank you. Uh, unbeknownst to them or maybe beknownst to them. I don't know. That's a mystery in itself. That's for another episode. <laughs> but uh, I opened up my wrap of Twisted Hemp's, and in a single wrap, there was but two. So I got three in a wrap as opposed to the two. Okay. So that makes sense. It was a surprise extra wrap. 
We can yes. only figure that they like worked really hard to make sure to pay Tristan back in the smallest of ways <laughs> <laughs> for mentioning them. On every Here's episode. a little extra hemp. Yeah. <laughs> them or the universe. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? It all worked out on my end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to spark this blunt. Spark that blunt. Spark that blunt. Sparkity spark. Spark. It was spark. quite the spark. It was, it was indeed. Like flamed. flamed. It like burned up on the side a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's okay, I fixed it. Just all love. Little blunt doctoring. We've got our podcast dog who's about to get really high from the secondhand smoke in this <laughs> room. I mean, it's par for course for Lou. Right. Yep, Lou pretty much just passes out on the bed and chills. Mm-hmm. A uh, little update on our weed plants. Unfortunately, the Santa Ana winds killed <gasps> all of them. Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, indeed. They had just gotten to that point where they got their first four flat or four bleh, first floor like uh, leaves on the. Oh. And uh, just yeah, it was so windy the last couple of days. It was just rough for them. I'm not ready to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> well, you guys talking about it last time sparked me to be like, oh yes, now is the time. To start the seedlings, so I'm getting all my seeds together and germinating them, and nice. I got little uh, starter soils and stuff. So I think uh, the next time I do it, we'll start inside until yeah. it's a proper strong plant, and then maybe move it outside. But honestly, it might just stay inside the whole time. I don't know. We've got a shed. It might. We might use it for something. Yeah, Tristan, help us convert the shed into a grow house one day. Ooh. Done. <laughs> Tristan has lots of knowledge about this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll film it. <laughs> that, he, he says that, and then he shakes his head vigorously. We can well, film it. We're filming us sitting here right, right? now. It's yeah, not hard. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he may not have anything to do with the film. It will be filmed. <laughs> will be filmed. Uh, let's see. Okay, we should probably get to my mystery here for the day. Uh, my illusion at the beginning was... That this does indeed involve a cryptid. It's not an episode of Collins Cryptids because <coughs> it just might be a cryptid. Oh. Yeah. This is the story of the mysterious llama attack. Yes! Oh. <laughs> llama! So it could be a special type of llama that's a cryptid, or it could just be like a mad llama. Normal llama? The dolly. Who's mom? mad? The dolly <laughs> llama <laughs> is for sure a cryptid. <laughs> I mean, how else does he inspire so many people? <laughs> I mean, he keeps coming back too, so you know. Although I heard uh, talkings that he was done, that this was his last reincarnation, and oh. he was not to come back. Oh really? Oh man! This I guess is the farewell tour then. Get the dolly llamas while you can, folks. Do you think that's just the dolly llama being like? I don't want anybody else to be the Dalai Lama after me. I'm the last Dalai Lama. I'm not going to make a prediction about my next right. birthplace. That's very un Dalai Lama. There's going to be Dalai Lamas after me, but we all know that I was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only legit one. All the others are knockoffs. I was the real Jordan of the Dalai Lamas. <laughs> okay, so our mysterious Lama attack comes out of Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, Yay, the homeland. Goodness. Yes, it, it crosses both of the boxes that I like to tick off. It, uh, it's in Kentucky, and it might involve cryptids. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a farm in the 1500 block of Shuff Lane behind the Louisville Zoo by Beargrass Creek. I Bear just really liked, I really liked the name of Beargrass Creek. Yeah. 
<laughs> is there is there a type of grass called bear grass? Your guess is as good as mine. I would think it's. I would have to assume. I would assume it's that old school thing of just like, hey, there's bears there, there's grass there, <coughs> bear grass. And there's that <laughs> good name. Yeah. Don't forget that there crick. Now I gotta find out if there is actually bear grass. Hey, I would love to know. I feel there is. There's gotta be so. There's gotta be hundreds of grass out there. I mean, Kentucky's the bluegrass state, and a lot of people don't realize that is actually a diff- like a different type of grass. And grass. aren't the only blue people from Kentucky? That is true. Okay. Are right they there. feeding on the bluegrass? Is that where they get their, blue, <laughs> their blueness? <laughs> That's a mystery for another day. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. No, the blue people of Kentucky have a lack of pigment in their skin because they had sex with each other too many times. <laughs> was this a previous mystery? We've talked about this. We've no, talked about it, but it, we, it we just talked about it hanging out? Yeah. I, co- I actually <laughs> no, no, covered on, this. On, oh, on the podcast. Okay. We haven't done the Blue People of Not, not. It wasn't its own episode. We, we talked, talked about, about the Blue about People. Yeah. Gotcha. Probably okay. during the meat episode or something. I'm on another sure incest episode. Yeah. <laughs> Any other incest episode. Well, yeah, the idea oh, was... Green People. You talked about it during the Green People. That makes sense. That makes sense. Colored People. <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> I was just stating facts. Green <laughs> color, blue color. Yeah, and we are peach color. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, there were a bunch of people who lived in the mountains and just got isolated, and their gene pool didn't get, uh, you know, enough injection from outside gene pools. <laughs> it's weird then that, like, every royal is not blue. Well, they're not blue, but that's the reason they have giant underbites and... Uh, Other deformities Yeah, and exactly. Issues. Yeah, learning disabilities and things <laughs> like that. But anyway, so in February of 2019, right by Beargrass Creek, <laughs> Caroline Willett and Dave Hill, owners of the Louisville Llama Farm, woke to find blood and tufts of wool spread around the property and the barn. Oh, so a llama got attacked, not yes. a llama attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a crazy llama. But you never know. Damn Maybe it. one llama was talking shit on the other llama, and he was <laughs> like, nah, uh, not today, bro. I've been filing down this bit of fence post I got. <laughs> We're going to shiv him. The spinning uh, games are over. <laughs> taking it up a notch. They would find five llamas already dead. They had to put down a sixth due to its injuries. Another five would suffer serious injuries, of which two more would eventually die. Are there desert dogs? I guess not desert dogs, but like coyotes or like wild dogs of some sort in the area? What are the predators to to llamas (laughs) in Kentucky? Well, there are coyotes. There are potentially dogs, you know, Mm -hmm. anywhere there are people, and there are potentially wild dogs, I guess. Uh, Bears. Well, I only say it because when I got my fur baby, it was from a friend who lived in the high desert, and they had a llama that got attacked and killed, and then mysteriously one of their dogs got pregnant and had, like, a really rare litter of, like, instead of six, it was two. One looked like a normal chihuahua, and then there was my fur baby who looked like a coyote wolf thing. So I feel like that's... A thing. Yeah. Wild dogs come in, eat, fuck, fuck and leave. <laughs> do you think they do it in that order? No, I don't know. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> Only the Vikings know. Uh, 
well, just to give you some specs on these llamas, the smallest one that died was 350 pounds. Ooh. Damn. The largest that died was 500 pounds. Dude, these are like wow. some, like the ripped ass, like the yeah. llama stomping around. <laughs> yeah. These llamas lift, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Gym tan laundry all day for these guys. They never skip leg day or uh, front leg day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so these are huge animals, and uh, they they say all the time that these are um, defense animals. So, like, some people will get them, if they have a herd of sheep, they'll get one llama to be the big animal that will keep oh, I did not know whatever. that. That's cool to know about llamas. I just knew yeah. they spit. Well, I mean, they're 500 pounds. They've got those big, uh, like... <laughs> cloven hooves like that so they can really put a good kick on somebody it's like a small horse almost so yeah they're they're pretty sturdy animals for sure pretty much all i know of llamas are from napoleon dynamite and mm -hmm. tina I, just, I know that that is. eat your steak tina <laughs> <laughs> he feeds tina all the things that yeah. llama would never eat oh really <laughs> they wouldn't eat table scraps no god no oh. i'm pretty sure they eat like hay yeah and like a normal hay. grazing animal <laughs> yeah exactly maybe it was an alpaca some carrots <laughs> and some even then they're basically the same thing <laughs> i don't know pigs eat whatever you give them maybe it was a llama pig <laughs> <laughs> You guys half are pig, right. half llama, half man. We should look to Napoleon Dynamite for our <laughs> llama diet needs. Each llama is an individual. Different needs, different things, different considerations. This llama was clearly an American. <laughs> Eating all the nasty shit. Welcome back to another episode of American Llama. <laughs> We're about to feed him all kinds of shit. <laughs> you, you saw it as like a reality TV show where they're just fucking with the llama. <laughs> but I was thinking of it as a sitcom just about a family of llamas. Oh. <laughs> I like both of these versions. We'll write them. We'll write like them. Definitely. Of I'll definitely put a few hours into that. <laughs> Uh, the examining vet, the vet who initially came out and saw the llamas, could not conclude what had left the bites, although she said they might be feel or might be canine in nature. Okay. Uh, the leading suspects here, which are, we've mentioned them, are a pack of dogs or a coyote or coyotes. But llamas are considered, like I said, guard animals, and Dale said he has seen the particular llamas who died stand down coyotes in the past. Damn. Yeah. That must have been a fight. Or it sounds like they don't even have to do anything. The llama's just like, what? You come, <laughs> yeah, right. like, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Just another demonstration of like the strength of these animals. One of them that was trying to get away broke through the fencing around the property in order to, like, jump away from whatever was coming at them. Uh, unfortunately, there's no cameras or surveillance equipment. It's a farm, and they mostly, like, shear the wool and sell the wool products and stuff like that. So they don't have cameras on their field, which makes yeah. sense. You guys got that there uh, chupacabra? <laughs> I haven't ever heard about a, a Kentucky chupacabra. Because oh. chupacabras are goat eaters, right? Yeah. Yep. So llama is similar, similar to a goat, yeah. I mean, well, maybe they're a migrational animal. You know, they don't just stay in one place too long. They suck up all the goats in one area, make their <laughs> way out north, northeast. Yeah. I mean, I love that we're bringing in chupacabras. I definitely... Same. 
I was thinking as we got into season two that at some point I'm going to have to hit the big three, which in my mind is the Sasquatch, uh -huh. the Loch Ness Monster, oh, yes, yes. and the Chupacabra. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you pretty much cover a lot of stuff, a lot of different places when you cover that. Mm -hmm. But uh, these don't have a neck hole wound like we see with Chupacabra attacks, uh, which is the Chupacabra usually drains blood and then moves on. Because he's a sucker. Because he's a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> these were like more mutilations. These are more like tearing attacks of like a predator, like something that would attack over and over again kind of thing. Oh, he's evolving. Is there a competitive <laughs> llama farm? <laughs> I don't really know. I, I doubt it. Um, I mean, never know. <laughs> you never know, but... I can't imagine it's, like, too big of money. I just figure, you know, I grew up watching a lot of Scooby-Doo, and so it's, like, a lot of time mysterious stuff happens. It's just some guy trying to make some money. Yeah. And it's like, I know I'm going to scare them out. away. <laughs> I will say that um, this cost them a minimum of $10,000. What? Yeah. And that was just when they lost the initial six llamas. That was before the other two died of complications from injuries. So... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's probably we're looking at like a thousand to three thousand dollars per llama. Wow. Mm. So, money. if somebody did want to screw them up, that would be a good way to do it. Yeah. You know, it cost them a ton of money. They couldn't even use the, the fur or whatever, because the wool, because it's all bloody. Yeah, I assume you can't use bloody wool. The problem that I have is that this is all happening to one guy, right? Yeah, Dave a Hill couple. or whatever. Caroline Willett and Dave Hill. Yeah, or Dale it, Hill, excuse me. Oh, okay. I, Dale Hill was an improv coach. <laughs> I, I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but uh, but the, I assume they own this farm together. This is happening to one farm. Yeah, this is okay. happening to one farm, the Louisville Llama got, Farm. They gotta they gotta have an enemy out there. Somebody is <laughs> fucking with them. Bad. I figured it out, guys. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> the wife was jealous about how much time and energy the husband was <laughs> devoting to these here llamas. She was like, you never touched me. Well, just to support your claims, <laughs> I will say that each one of them has like a special name and everything, and they do describe them as being more like pets and less like herd animals. Damn, then they lost like 10 pets yeah. that fast. Eight. Eight? I mean, even one Richard was, Simmons couldn't handle that, and he went into hiding. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he said when his wife asked about it, she just doesn't want to talk about it anymore, and it's just really sad for her still. Like, I understand that would be rough. Not only do you lose your pet, but you lose them unexpectedly, suddenly, and lots of them at once. But also, in the if she's the one who done did it, it's a, very, <laughs> it's a good alibi to be upset and not wanting to talk about it. Don't ask me questions about how I murdered these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but yeah, they do love these pets. So, I mean, there's something to your theory there. Boo was one of their names, born on Halloween. Oh. I can't remember any of the other ones. So these shit. all have uh, just single babies. They're not like a litter, like dogs or anything like that. Uh, you know, I don't really know. Uh -huh. uh, Let's find out about it. how many babies <laughs> do llamas have. I'm pretty sure it's like one or two at a time. Yeah, like so humans. The, yeah. Did we ever figure that bear grass situation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I already told you, yes, with the confidence of a person that knows his grass. Yeah, they usually only have one baby at a time, with twins being a rare exception. Mm -hmm. um, that's got to be even harder. Okay, so I did find bear grass. Bear grass is not a, a grass, but a member of the 
Melanthiaceae family recently split from the lily family. So it's a flower. Oh. It grows up to five feet in height with long and wiry grass-like basil leaves at the base of stalk and cluster of small, dense white flowers at the top. Beautiful. I wonder why it's called bear grass. They like I to frolic around in it. Yeah, I guess so. Bears must love it or something. But yeah, so that ends the mystery of whether bear grass is really grass. <laughs> the answer is no, Rob. You were so convinced. How many llamas do llamas have? Just the one. Yeah, just with one. the rare exception being twins. Yeah, so that's got to be even harder. A bigger hit. Yeah. A lot of people were pointing out like uh, that it's right next to the Louisville Zoo, like on the comments and stuff. But the Louisville Zoo said, like, we, we keep track of our animals and nobody's gotten out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what right. But I was also thinking, perhaps we have the beginning of a villain origin story where somebody at the Louisville Zoo is, like, raising panthers. <laughs> training, oh, my goodness. Training them to be their minions. <laughs> and they had to get them, you know, sturdy enough to fight 500-pound llamas before they took over the world. I'm going to jump on that, but segue <laughs> to a different version where it's a, the supervillain or whatever. He gets bit by a radioactive oh. uh, wolf or something, and now he's like a, a werewolf type guy, and he he, ha, he had the hunger, man. Yeah. You got to eat. I absolutely love the idea of it being a werewolf. <laughs> I'm going to springboard off of that nice. idea into a theory that maybe... This zoo has like big predator cats in heat or something, and that's attracting cats from outside the zoo into the area, mm -hmm. and they're the ones that are killing these things. Well, I'm going to sponge pool off of that <laughs> idea and flop backwards into this one. Uh, perhaps <laughs> it's the devil monkeys that we covered on an earlier Collins Cryptids episode where there are large baboon-like monkeys described living in the woods of Kentucky. What? How do I not remember this one? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Right? I think it's that. And then I'm, I'm gonna going to end the back and forth. Why are you skipping him? <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, I just want to apologize for Tristan. Really? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's in trouble. <laughs> in my defense, I'm stoned, and that's like the normal <laughs> rotation. It's like, it's like I'm not even here. <laughs> Whoa, Tristan, you are in trouble. <laughs> Lou is upset. Guys, if not, I'm not back next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I love the world in which Ariana goes home and is like, you can't do that podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, no, I was assuming I'm going to die. Oh. <laughs> what happened to Tristan? Welcome back to another episode of High Mystery. <laughs> Never skip. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I don't know. I guess everybody thinks it was some dogs or some coyotes, but six llamas. This was on attacked. two separate days. Like, no, it was overnight. It was overnight. Yeah. Um, yeah, then it just seems like... I mean, that's just like a lot of strong llamas to get through in one night. Seriously. It is. It, it could be just like some, you know, drunken good old boys going out there to beat some llamas. <laughs> No, I sure hope not. Right? I mean, it could be like they just did it the one time and then they like sobered up and like, well, 
Oh, we gotta never do that again. <laughs> oh God! I, I, mean, <laughs> I will say there are terrible, terrible, terrible people out there. Like yes. the people who throw puppies into rivers and stuff. Like, how is that even how? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, it does not compute to my because it, it only happened over one night, and I feel like some terrible shit can just happen overnight. If it were like systematic or something, then I'd be like, "There's something out there." But, <laughs> I don't know. Well, they would have to be like bringing a set of claws <laughs> mm-hmm. for the vet to think it was like canine in nature, you know? Well, the vet wouldn't also think that, you know, they see torn up llamas, they're not going to think, oh, probably some drunken hooligans. I mean, canine, <laughs> bad dental hygiene, who's to say? Yeah. Right? You think some rednecks were like, I'm going to chew that llama. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. God. The biggest and most obvious theory would be UFO activity. Yeah. Usually aliens are really precise. That like they just be, take the skin or yeah. something. Or. But I mean, they have like left mutilated cows in areas. That's kind of signature of yeah. UFOs. So I figure maybe they they mutilated a couple of llamas before they realized, wait a minute, these aren't cows. Yeah, they just kept plucking up new animals. Nope, still llama. Are these cows really fluffy? (laughs) (laughs) Mutilate it, send it back, pull up another. Have you ever seen those cows that are like really like they're show cows? They're like super fluffy and gorgeous hair. (laughs) Yeah. I I guess you could mistake that for a llama. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) And you know, it's their first time on Earth. You make some mistakes. Does Kentucky have mountains? Mm -hmm. So are there mountain lions? I want to say no. I feel like, yes, they probably come up there. There's, like, the Florida has mountain lions. and like There's mountain lions in Glendale. Like, yeah, every absolutely. now and then you'll hear the story on the news that there was a mountain lion in the, you know, in the mountains near Glendale. Yeah, there's a famous mountain lion that actually lives in a section of L.A. that doesn't really make any sense. Because in order for him to have gotten there, I think his name's Lonely 23 or something like that. Because... Oh. In order for him to have get gotten there, he had to cross the 101 and the 405. So oh. he's the only mountain lion in his little section. Anyway, it's, <laughs> it's its own little story almost. Yeah. Did he die recently? Yeah, I thought oh, I saw. Oh, I hope not. I thought I saw something that like, like he got hit or something. or something. Oh, he, it was from rat poisoning. I don't know. I didn't look too much into it. But to, whenever I see a sad <laughs> story, I'm not right. usually like, oh, I'm gonna go click on this. R.I.P. 23. <laughs> <laughs> We'll hit another blunt for you soon, dog. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, could be mountain lions. Yeah, let me give that an- like with a more complicated answer. Kentucky gets 50 inches of rainfall a year on average. To compare that, the rainforest gets about 80, and Los okay. Angeles gets about 15. Yeah. So it's a very, very wet place with a ton of forests mm-hmm. and a lot of undeveloped areas. Like when I think of like the LA area and having a mountain lion, it's like, yes, because somebody saw it in their backyard. Yeah. But like in Kentucky, it's kind of like, yeah, there could be some stuff out there that nobody like who knows, knows about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. So it could be that there's mountain lions there. I don't really think they're like a recognized species. And if they are, I would think it's in the uh, Appalachian Mountains, which are on the eastern side of the state. And oh, okay. Louisville's on the western side of the state. Okay. 
So that's my extremely complicated answer. No, that's a great answer. Because <laughs> I'm not totally sure. I guess I could just. I know nothing it. about geography from other states other than California. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> if, if I hadn't driven around this state like a lot of times, I wouldn't know anything about it. I couldn't tell you these kind of specifics on Tennessee or yeah. Virginia, <laughs> you know. For sure. But uh, yeah, I know Kentucky pretty well. I mean, going into your thing about <clears throat> these here woods. Is that it could be anything. Yeah. That's the interesting part is that, like, a lot of these woods are unexplored. There's not a lot of human activity rummaging around, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's the Bigfoot. He got, like, into some trippy mushrooms, had a bad trip, mutilated a couple llamas, came down off of it and he's back in the woods. Maybe he didn't even mean to. Like maybe he yeah. wanted to pet them and they're like, yo, we's attack llamas. Yeah. You can't, don't be coming in here. We's going to run up on you. We run up on wolves. <laughs> and then they attacked the Bigfoot and he was just defending himself. He had to tear these things apart. Yeah. Oh, poor Bigfoot. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's just in there like, ah. So it's really the llamas' aggression that was yeah. their undoing. <laughs> don't train your llamas to hurt people, man. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to find out from the Kentucky wildlife thing if they have uh, mountain, mountain lions. lions. For sure. <laughs> and it's proving difficult. Oh. <laughs> Could it be that these llamas just wanted to check each other for one night for whatever reason? Like you were saying, it was yeah, a one-off right? thing. Like one llama yeah. hit another llama, and then next thing you it know... Was- Llama gang warfare. That's right. Llama on llama. <laughs> Why have these llamas got to keep hurting each other like this? Yeah. <laughs> well, at that note, <laughs> it's time for the end of another episode of High Mystery. As your cryptid slinks off into the forest. Bye. For High Mystery, I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Ariana. And I'm Robert. Thanks so much for listening. Love you.